what a time to be alive. Otherwise, wow, do we have something amazing in store for you guys today on this edition of Hollywood Frequency. I'm Byron Booker and I'm Leonard Elijah, and today we're going to be talking about Palladians, Reptilians, Lizzie's, 12 Strands of DNA. Is it myth? Is it reality? We're going to cover the first four chapters of the Book Bringers of the Dawn. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Hollywood Frequency. In this video, we'll be discussing the first four chapters of the book Bringers of the Dawn by Barbara Marciniak. Put together with more than 400 hours of channeling, the book Bringers of the Dawn gives us wisdom of the Palladians, a group of enlightened beings who have come to Earth to help us discover how to reach a new stage of evolution and to remember our magnificence. If you're new to our, uh, our videos here, Byron and I are Hollywood Frequency, and we put out videos that help to spread and expand consciousness and to spread love and light. If this sounds and resonates with you, then hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, share these videos. We appreciate you in spreading love and light for us and um, for all the whole universe, really. And um, this is going to be a multiple part series. We have other videos on uh, Bringers of the Dawn, like the wonderful affirmations and affirmations explanations, which you can see in our channel. Please take a listen to those as well. So without further ado, we're going to hop into chapter one. Now I do want to put a disclaimer out there. Read the book. This is not the entire book. This is just our interpretation of the book. So uh, we're going to do our best to give you insight on the chapters uh, and what we grabbed from them. But at the same time, you're going to get your own meaning from the chapters when you read it. So watch the videos, but definitely pick up the book. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. And I don't know a person who I've recommended it to has come back to me and told me they didn't like it. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So uh, we'll briefly a little bit of background, Hollywood Frequency. We cover topics like this, uh, mind-blowing topics that explore mysteries of the universe. This is a great place to start with Bringers of the Dawn. This was released early 90s, I believe. Uh, by Bobby Marciniak, and um, this um, covers really the beginnings of the universe as we know it. And uh, again, you said reptilians, palladians, so many crazy things to explore. Uh, but again, yeah, we have to read the book um, to really get a full in-depth understanding, but this will shed a lot of light on it. And then um, there's other videos that we did, the affirmations um, that are covered in this. So you'll find that video on our channel as well, and a lot of other cool things. So. Uh, we're going to try to do a five chapters today, Leonard. We're going to do four. four. Uh, the fifth fifth chapter is quite a long one, so we're going to do four, and uh, let's get into it. Okay. So the book opens up with, We are the Palladians, a collective energy from the Pleiades. Uh, their ancestors came from another universe that achieved completion. They are healed here to help us. During this important time, as what happens on Earth affects the entire universe. So the Palladians have a vested interest in our evolution here on earth because we affect the entire universe um the ancestors of the Pleiadians discover their creativity as that they are creators and they had a choice after this to return to the prime creator or they or and which they did choose instead to come to the universe to help as i knew that one day we would be ready for completion as well and i say we meaning the the third density earthbound uh folks um so they're here to assist us when we're ready to connect with the prime creator 
and their ancestors are our, our ancestors and the original planners of Earth. Very interesting. And they brought their DNA to the human species. The Palladians come from our future. They've seen some tyranny and turmoil and probable futures of the Earth. So they're here to assist and insert a more positive probability for the Earth's future and reinsert light and restore Earth to original purpose, the original purpose of the Earth of becoming a magnificent intergalactic exchange center of information. They talk about it being the library. Um, so it, it opens up pretty strong talking about this, this kind of stuff, that there was an original plan for the Earth and they were part of that plan. They brought their DNA to the, to the Earth and we have kind of gone off of that plan and they're seeing the probabilities of Earth being in a lot of turmoil. So they've come here to kind of change that and bring more of a love vibration, which is what we want, right? We want more love and less chaos and, and fear. So um, now we, then they go on talking about us. Now we have cho been chosen, or excuse me, we have chosen ourselves to come to earth at this time to be part of this evolution. Mm -hmm. And we are receiving light, and which is information from the skies to us. And that information is here to help us to remember our godhood and our connectedness to the prime creator. Um, and these messages are coming all the time to us. However, we're not always able to receive them. There's things in the way and we get in our own way, but there's also things in the way that are not, you know, our doing. Um, but the lesson, part of the lesson here is to learn that everything is connected and we are part of it all. Um, this is a huge lesson, huge, huge lesson. Uh, another book that I read called The Law of One, uh, the raw material it's a multiple books it also goes into this it's a fantastic read mm -hmm. but it's a big lesson to learn that everything is connected and we are a part of it all so we are members of the family of light which is uh the next book uh that's been put out by Mar Mar marciniak excellent book as well and we have come to earth at this time to create a shift and assist in the earth's transition love is the key and what makes up the universe so the Palladians are here to assist and assist us in reminding us how amazing we truly are and that with love, we can work to take the catalysts that are offered to us so that we can live our light and be a living example and inspiration to others and to help create a new vibrational frequency, the frequency of love. So as we are here to change the system we are in, so are the Palladians. Their intention is to take our consciousness to a higher plane and the words... They use in the book are they're using specific words and language in the book they're talking to us in a certain way to go past our ego mind and go deeper into our soul's memory and uh wake up inside of us our amazingness our magnificence our godhood our creativeness our our you know us being a a, a part of the prime creator um and they want to tell us that thoughts create and it's not just a thought that goes into the abyss and it's like, oh, it's nothing. It's no big deal. But thoughts do have power and the power of thought has gotten us in every situation we're in. And we can transform our experience and our existence from uh, our thoughts. So it starts there. Uh, that's the synopsis of the chapter one. It was really, it's good. It starts off with a bang. You're, you're really intrigued, you know, as to what they're saying. You know, we're they're basically telling us that we're absolutely amazing, but we just forgot and that we have these this group of folks here that basically had a plan for the earth and uh, they're here to remind us of it and bring back Earth's love vibration. I mean, all amazing things where you're like right on the, off the cuff. You're like, yeah, I want that. I want love vibration. I want to remember how great I am. Ooh. I want the earth to go back to its original plan, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. That, is that how you felt when you read when you read that, Byron? Yeah. You know what I. What I actually try to do is I, I had an open mind because it's a pretty far out concept. Um, but I wanted to um, see how 
this information aligned with some of the other references that I had about, um, you know, unknown mysteries of the universe, the origin of, 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 of the universe, uh, mankind, um, what was the purpose? And I got to tell you, uh, the Ringers of the Dawn actually references uh, a lot of story of creation that most of the world has been taught, either through Judaism, Christianity, Islam, and the, and the story of creation of um, the creation of the animals, the plants, how man got here. And they actually reference it. And they say 300,000 years ago, stories uh, in the Bible of Babylonia and and uh, how this entity, these beings came in and changed the DNA um, of humans um, for a specific purpose. And they, and they bring that up for a couple of reasons. Number one, to remind us who we truly are, what, are, what we're capable of, but also what the original plan was. So I think that's a very powerful idea of what the plan is, why we're here. Like, how do we get here? So when they bring up the Bible, interesting because it's like, in the, in the Old Testament, it says, in the beginning, you know, we created man in our own image. I always wondered, who is this we? So the Palladians kind of get into it right off the top and say, we created you guys. Okay, we created you from our own DNA. We had, we created you to love, to be creative, to to vibrate on the frequency of love. Right. Um, but, then, but then something happened. And uh, about 300,000 years ago, these, these people who, um, these entities, these beings that are master geneticists actually changed our DNA so that they could manipulate us and so that we can, we could feed their. Now you're going ahead, Byron. You're going ahead. You're yeah. going, moving on to other chapters. <laughs> yeah. See, I see what I'm thinking is I'm really just going off of what you said. Cause you gave a synopsis of, you gave a synopsis of, of, of DNA and you, you mentioned DNA and this and that. So yeah, yeah, no, I know. So, so I'm referencing some of the things that, that you said, but. Um, yeah, let, let me, let, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, but let's go to chapter two. Um, that's a preview and it's a good one. And Byron's going to cover chapter two and we'll, uh, we'll go, we'll go from there. Okay. So, um, chapter two has a lot of information, um, uh, about the DNA specifically. So I picked out a couple of, of, of key quotes, um, to kind of give you an overview of, of, of key nuggets and an overview of, of really what the information, um, covers. Um, so, uh, basically, um, the original humans, uh, were not magnificent beings. Okay. Um, and we had 12 strand DNA. So chapter two really talks about the original humans had 12 strands of DNA as opposed to just the two double helix that we, that we have been taught that we have. Right. Um, and the DNA, uh, contributed by various, um, uh, sentient civilizations. Byron, are you saying that we have we have twelve strands of DNA now? Yeah. So, so they actually say that we 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 still have the twelve strands of DNA, except when when these beings came in and manipulated the DNA, they actually just turned off, unplugged we, or disconnected is kind of the term they use. This and that. So, which basically means that they're not gone. We right. still have the ability to access them or turn them on or activate them. Scientists call it junk dna but it's definitely not junk right right exactly um so so that that's that's a very that's a very very powerful idea and um so um it says okay when the new owners came in they worked in their laboratories to create versions of humans with a different dna the two two strand double helix dna 
They took the original DNA from humans uh, and disassembled them. The original DNA patterns was left within the human cell, yet not functional, uh, split apart and unplugged. So we know now um, that this is something that's capable today. Now, if we read this passage maybe 40 years ago, people would be like, first of all, it's completely impossible to like disconnect DNA, reconnect it, change it, manipulate it. But now we know so much more about DNA. So the idea that all the science that we're actually discovering now, it actually has been around for eons since the beginning. And it has a lot to do with the fact of, uh, of you know, how we operate today and um, what we're capable of. I mean, there's some, some pretty scary notions of what we can do with DNA, even humans. Uh, cloning animals, cloning humans. There's a lot of controversy around it, but this was going on. This was happening and it happened to us. So we, we're, we're getting into the science of this now. So, um, so, so that, so that's chapter two, it, you know, it, uh, and of course it, it talks about, um, you know, the, the, the Palladians, they came back through time, um, to represent, you know, to, to, to give this message to us. Uh, we came back in order to share a frequency with you, a frequency each of you agree to carry on the planet in order to change the DNA uh, and rearrange human, the hum, human race. So really, really chapter two talks about, okay, the Pleiadians are here to give us this message and really the power of the frequency that we inhabit can actually activate our DNA and turn it back on. Reconnect it. And reconnect it. Yeah, and so we're we literally reconnect our our twelve strands of DNA right. um, by our thoughts, our emotions, our actions. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and so when once we activate that, then then we again can be the bringers of the dawn, or the bringers of the light, or the frequency to have super magnificent, right? To 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 yeah. uh, activate others. So so that's chapter two. I mean, it gets right into, and I love the fact that DNA is such a big part of this whole story because it, it really just kind of grounds me in in science uh and then once you look at the science there's so many questions and there's so many it's so many answers they try to to give us just just looking at the dna of of of, of humans right so, right and and, the, and then so the whole thing with frequency of how all this can be unlocked with frequency you know you don't necessarily have to be in a laboratory or be a yeah. dna scientist in you, order don't to be split open. you don't have to be split open and like cut open and, and it's not like literally they have to like put them together, you know, like we can actually through our vibration, like you said, reconnect our strands and refuse those things together. Uh, you know, it says actually goes into the book and says you do, you do it in your sleep mostly mm -hmm. is when those things are happening. And it actually talks about how you'll feel different, um, you know, each day and your awareness goes up and um, there's a there's a you know a process in it and the book talks about that which is really cool um yeah the book's just amazing <laughs> yeah we're, we're all right so we hit chapter three yeah so chapter three chapter three who your gods are all right there's one god i'm using a capital g it's called the prime creator there are many gods with a lowercase g the prime creator through love endowed all things with consciousness all things are the prime creator on the prime creator's journey you may have heard this before. Um, there are creator gods and they come here. They came here to rule the planet. They aim to keep Earth in a certain vibrational frequency while they create emotional traumas to nourish themselves. This is pretty. This is something right here. Listen to this. They do this through 
and are fed through emotions associated with fear and chaos. Mm. Hmm. Double eyebrow? Yeah. Sounds sound familiar. Dude, when you read this, you take a step back and you're like, oh, okay. So yeah. you're telling me that through fear and chaos, we're able to nourish these creator gods that came here to rule the planet. Hmm, what's going on right now? A little bit of fear perpetuation, chaos perpetuation. Let me go to the next uh, paragraph. Your emotions are food for others. Consciousness, consciousness feeds consciousness. We eat food, us, and the food we eat contains consciousness at some point in its development, and we ingest it to keep ourselves nourished. In quotes from the book, when you are controlled to bring about havoc and frenzy, you are creating a vibrational frequency that supports the existence of these others because that is how they are nourished. Mm -hmm. Continuing on, quote, there are those who live off of the vibration of love and that group would like to reestablish the food of love on this planet. So mm -hmm. right now, the food on this planet is chaos and fear. So uh, imagine that we are allowed to protest and be angry and go out there and say, you know, this is wrong. You guys are, are you know, screwing us, <laughs> blah, 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 which, right, is, is, a, is a truthful emotion and how people feel. Um, and they and they incite violence. They, you know, things can happen and those protests can turn into into bloodshed and, and other things quickly and chaos and the media portrays them in a certain way and, and that perpetuates chaos and fear. And now people are being and now these entities, excuse me, not people, but these entities are being fed. But if you want to go to a wedding, where there's love, the love frequency, that's forbidden. Can't go to a wedding, but you can go to a protest. Imagine that some of these beings haven't been fed in a while. The earth has changed its vibrational frequency in 2012, where positive outtook negative. Um, I'm not going to go into what that really means. That's a whole other video, but um, things are changing in a positive way, let's say, right? And some of these creator gods are not being fed and they get hungry now imagine you have food every night delivered to your table and you're eating it no problem and all of a sudden if a week goes by and you're not eating now you're really hungry now you're going to bust down the door now you're going to go figure out where you can get some food and you're going to do it with some force right this is kind of what's happening now the creator gods need to be nourished and they're nourished from fear and chaos and when there's not enough food they're going to create more fear and chaos so the Pleiadians are saying that we're here to change that. We don't want to create more fear and chaos. We want to change the actual food of the planet to love, which is really an admirable uh, cause. Would you agree? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think that just being uh, a human and, and being on this planet for a certain period of time and interacting with other humans, I think we've all been in a situation where we've been motivated um, or we've been influenced by fear and control, okay? In a relationship where um, the best examples is when you're in a relationship and you feel that angst and you feel that 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 tension and that uneasiness. And I think, um, and you, you wonder, maybe it could perhaps be a boss or in a relationship and you're wondering like, why do I feel this uneasiness? Why do I feel this, this, this uh, tension and, and then you have to be aware of your thoughts and your intuition and say, am I in a situation where I'm vibrating at a fear frequency, a love frequency? And so that same thing can be on a mass scale where you right. have, you know, where it's kind of like in the air around you, where you feel like your motivations, 
and you're responding to fear or control as opposed to being motivated and responding to light, to love, to harmony. And um, when I first saw this whole thing where these beings, they, they feed, it's fuel and it's food. Right. To actually feel fear and 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 um, to, to to want to be controlled. And, and I'm like, this sounds familiar. You know, I've been in relationships where the other person is motivated by me being in fear. It feeds them, it feed off of it. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's an energy, it's a frequency. And when I read this, I was like, wow, you know, because because I um, discovered early on that I'm more of an empath. I'm, I'm, I'm motivated by love. I'm motivated by this, this. And I could not understand why others would be, they would like fear. They would like control. They they, they would like that. That would be something that, that gets them going, that gets right. them excited. They, they feed off of it. And so a lot of us empaths, we try to fix that. You know, we find it in certain people and we begin to attach ourselves to people who are in this controlling and fear-based kind of frequency. And it's a common thing that I, dis that I discovered amongst other empaths and I discovered it myself uh, later in life that, you know, um, you, this is something that exists and it's, it's a frequency and it's an energy and you can't necessarily try to fix it by feeding into that fear. And I guess we say enabling that what you have to do is you have to really stay centered in your own love, light frequency, and don't allow that to dominate you. So everything you're talking about now is becoming very, very, very much so on a wide scale, a, a global scale. And the fear is everywhere. The control is everywhere. Okay. The motivations and the fighting and the, and the, and the, um, the, 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 basically the division and the tension is it's everywhere now. Yeah. Divide and conquer is such a powerful tool to keep people, uh, in that vibration. Yeah. Right. So just to add one thing quickly, cause I don't want to just keep harping on this food thing, but, um, you know, when we eat food, we're eating energy. You know, everything is energy. Everything is vibrating. Um, so we go ahead and we eat something. We expend energy to eat it. And then we gain, hopefully, if we eat like a salad, we'll gain energy and the exchange is positive. So just like we eat food and gain energy, these people eat uh, energy that's directly created uh, from our emotions and our thoughts. Um, you know, not people, excuse me, these entities. Anyway, um, moving on, uh, Earth's resources were in abundance at that time, and the lowercase g gods raided this planet in order to make you believe they were gods with a big G, and then they went ahead and rearranged us genetically. The gods with a big G never visited this planet as an entity. God with a big G is in all things. We are amazing beings with multidimensional capabilities and can do many things. When the creator gods invaded, they found out that we knew too much, so they biogenetic manipulation, they did a biogenetic manipulation on us, and it was done and there was much destruction. Um, we were taken from the 12 strands of DNA down to the double helix. However, the information is still available in our cells, the cell memory. And the Palladians are reminding us of these memories to wake us up and let us know why we were easily manipulated. We were in the process of, through remembering and waking up, about reconnecting our unplugged DNA strands. So. Who are these creators who tore apart the original plans for Earth? Well, they are master geneticists, as Byron said earlier, who merge lines with other gods, just as, you know, certain royal families were merged lines and all those kind of things happen. It happens in this world as well. 
and um, they merged lines with other gods and they experimented mixing different entities to see what they could create. These folks are the dark shirts or Lizzie's or dark forces or darkness or reptilians as well. They are uninformed and live a life based on fear, a life that does not honor other life and that uses other lives, service to self versus service to others. We need to send them love and uh, know that they are all part of us as well because we're all one. Now, not all of them are reptilians. And I want to make that clear. Now, some of these creator gods are fed off of emotions and we've been steered away from exploring our emotions. However, these emotions are what connects us to our spiritual body and to the richness and wealth that accompany them. So um, I know that it's been kind of now it's things are changing. But for a long time, it's been especially when this book was written. Uh, if you show your emotions, you're weak. You know, you're there's different names they can call you. Um, so you don't explore them. Be stoic and, um, you know, don't go down that whole rabbit hole. Um, now, just as we watch our children uh, that we create and we're responsible for them. So are the creator gods. As we learn from our children, so do the creator gods. Now, once we get in control of our frequency, we can uplift the earth and not feed these dark entities. So that's part of our learning process. As the frequency of fear is diminished, these gods will do whatever is necessary to take the next, take things to the next level, fear to the next level, to continue to feed themselves. And that's what we talked about earlier with all the things that we're seeing today. These creators and other beings are able to enter earth through portals. And one of the biggest portals that is being fought over constantly is one in, and I'm not going to say it, I want to ask Byron if he can figure this out, where war has been consistently for years and years and years. What area do you think a uh, a portal is? Um, well, it's pretty obvious, right? The Middle East. Right. And you actually read the book too, so you probably do know where it is anyway. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, yeah, the Middle East, you know, they've been fighting over there for years and turns out there's a portal there and the Lizzie's use this portal and have underground tunnels and bases there. This reality is re-entering and emerging with our reality. And we're not here to label and hate and judge them as bad. This is important because you, you hear this and you're like, oh, well, screw those guys, you know, but that's not the game. First of all, we're all with we're one is all and all is one. We're the same as them in a sense. And um, by creating and labeling and judging them, we miss the opportunity going forward to experience and feel this new reality, this merging. These creatings are being these creators are being called back and they're losing control. They're coming back to the portal below to create more chaos and more fear, as we're seeing. Um, and lastly, this is a free will universe and all forms are allowed here. So we need to learn to discern who is who and what their intentions are. If the energy tries to manipulate control and frighten you then that is the energy types you do not want to work with i'm going to just re-emphasize that and end this chapter three synopsis with that again if the energy tries to manipulate control and frighten you then that is the energy types you do not want to work with think about that what let's just talk about what uh you know what is something that people tune into every day what programming are they tuning into every day that tries to manipulate, control, and frighten us? News. <laughs> That's right, the news. Yes. Hmm, I wonder if they're what side of the of the uh, you know coin they're on, the dark or the light side. I wonder. Um, anyway, think about that. What yeah. energy tries to manipulate you, control you, and frighten you? Then is the energy well, type you do not well, want to. Work. Yeah, a lot of this information. Again, this was written back in the early nineties. A lot of this thing, a lot of this information can be applied 
to any any time in history, right? And it's any time in human history, which I think is so fascinating about it. It tells you a lot about the human condition. And, um, you know, we, we're still fighting a lot of the same the same battles. It's like the news right now, you know, it's, it's election season in the year 2020. And the topic is coming back up how these menacing entities are putting information on, on, on the internet and social media just to get people to fight. They have no other goal. They're not really, they're not really for this side or that side. Their goal is just to create this, this tension and extremism. So we, of course, we heard about the Russians creating fake accounts on Facebook and they had to take them down. And there were millions of accounts, fake people, fake comments. And they were just there just to incite fear. Right. In fact, just just to create arguments, tension, break up friendships, break up families, break up relationships, like have have people going at each other. That was their main goal. Imagine that. Okay, so we can say, okay, well, maybe this is uh, some some foreign country that wants to divide and conquer. But really, it's not just about America. This is happening all over the world. So really, it's about dividing and conquering just humans, just people, right. you know. So, yeah, it's a little intense here in America right now, but it's happening everywhere, all over. And so it's just it's just I think it's refreshing that they go real in depth of just making you aware. Like this is what's happening because yeah. a lot of people get caught up Very in important. happening, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's chapter three, right? All right, Byron, head into chapter four. So chapter four talks a little bit more about the fact that, okay, all this stuff, you know, coming from chapter three, all of this stuff is happening. And it goes back into um, how it's happening and why. So um, really remember we talked about the, the double helix DNA. So in chapter four, it talks about, okay, the fact that we have the double helix and not the 12, this gives these entities the ability to manipulate control and to actually program us to serve them. Mm. Now, how are we serving them? We're serving them by feeding them the food of fear and control. This frequency that they're able to tune us in with the double helix as opposed to the 12 doesn't make us as resilient as we are internally, where we are strong in our own frequency, the frequency of love, which was the original plan. So now that we don't have this strength, this endurance, this endurability to maintain our own natural frequency of love that we we're originally created to do now we can be easily manipulated and controlled so in chapter four it actually tells that because of the double helix we can be easily led to worship hmm. we can be easily led to be controlled but we actually want to submit to these spirits these beings this energy we were designed to do that so i'm going to go back we're, to we're, we were uh created or let's say modified right. that's a better term we were genetically modified gmo um to be subservient and and you know serve these people and be easily manipulated basically we're built we're modified now to be doing what we're doing and uh it's going to take some work to to undo that but it's right. possible right i i keep thinking about a couple of things the Matrix, which a lot of you have 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 seen, and the Bible. So when um, we talk about being subservient, being a slave, right? Remember, when Morpheus told told Neo, "It's like you're slave. 
you were created a slave. Like you, and then they show you the back of the matrix where everyone's plugged into these pods yeah. and stuff like that. But really, yeah. this is talking about like you, you. You're not operating your original plan. You've been you've been transformed into being this slave, but you don't even know that you are. So this talks really about that you were created to to worship these frequencies, to be controlled. Um, and, and again, it talks about the creator, the reptilians. A lot of these entities, they 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 created us to be slaves, to feed to feed them. And um, and if we're not aware of it, we become we become slaves to these entities that have no good intention for us. And having this awareness is what allows us to make different decisions. You know, we're not ignorant anymore. Now we're they brought awareness to us. We have awareness where we can see, oh, that's what's happening. I'm coming from the ego. I'm living in fear. Uh, I'm that's chaos. That's a that's a manipulation. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm going to come from love. Having this awareness is a is a is a start to making a difference and making a change and not feeding those folks and, yeah. and feeding from the love vibration instead, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to make a couple of quick references um, for those that. Um, have are aware of kind of the traditional creation story it talked about in the bible how at some point in time these entities came and created other languages divided yeah, the tower of babylon and the tower of babylon story. right our babylon yeah but this is yeah. the, it's in the bible it's written in the bible it talks about but it, but it never explains okay who are these people are what's the reason why would they want to create so many different religions and 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 uh languages why right. would they separate people and it also talks about in the bible how we used to live hundreds of years hundreds and hundreds of years but then years eight nine hundred years i think moses lived 900 years um and many many entities at the time were able to live up to 900 years right and then if something happened it was limited to 120 years but all this stuff is rapid it's what been has <laughs> been in plain sight for a long time but it seemed far-fetched it seemed like fairy tale it seemed like so like well, there's no science to prove it byron there's no science right so can't believe it yeah but a lot of the stuff it doesn't really it does reference the bible a lot many times in, in the bringers of the dark but if you if you start to look at those stories it aligns it and then it and then it shows you how they begin to worship the golden calf you know right. they be in egypt like they begin to create so many different gods in in, in egypt and and so when you start to listen to this information, you remember back those stories, it starts to make a lot of sense. So um, chapter four really talks about also how this chaos, a lot of the chaos that we're dealing with now, the world seems like it's in turmoil. And the, and the scary thing about now, as opposed to say 100,000 years ago, is we have nuclear weapons. We have people who can create mass wars and destruction very easily, whether it be you know biological warfare, whether it be nuclear warfare, disinformation, it's so many weapons that right. these entities have access to now to really fulfill their desires, right? So right. we, as of light, really have to get the information out there. We have to empower people on how they can transform their frequency right. and, have, and how, have an inner life because they, they, they're at odds and they're really competing with all this other frequency of strife, of fear, of, of, of and so, it's it, you have to equip yourself in order to stay centered so you can emit a different frequency. So if chapter four, it says something very interesting, Leonard. It says humans are going to need to be tricked before they can become aware. Many of you find that will be very frustrating. You will see things others won't see. Uh, you will see the masses occurring. Uh, uh, you will see mass media occurring on the planet. 
you will not be able to live with it. Um, and you will see many of the people turn towards false gods, first idols. Um, and so I'm frustrated. You know, I grew up with a lot of people. I get I, I, I get on social media. I have a media company. So I have to essentially be plugged into the, you know, with the other three billion people on social media. And I see it and I'm frustrated. And many of you are frustrated. And oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We, we want to use our light and our voice to say what we want to say, like me and you are doing later now today. But at the same time, it's like, how do how do we really operate? Because we, we see this happening. Um, how do we go out and we try to be bearers of the light? So it's just, you are beginning to feel love. I feel yeah. like that's the answer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and they kind of go back to that in chapter four. They talk about love is very important. And it sounds like a trite statement because we've heard it you know love is the way we're one but it's really something that needs to be reminded it has to be lit we have to live it you know and even when we try to share this information with people we have to do it in love because they're not going to get it if we hit them over the head and say yeah. you're foolish you're yeah. following you're following idols you're being controlled and you don't realize it you know? they they're think not. they're smart they think they're smart they're st i'm staying informed you know i'm informed you need right. to be informed yeah, where's the message from? Who's 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 creating that message? But um, yeah, like you said, you just come from love, and there's gonna be folks who who doubt you and and all that, but they can't doubt love. So you just say, okay, I love you, and I send you lots of love, and um, I wish the best for you. I mean, who's gonna get you know? You can get upset at that. Someone says, I love you, and I want to send you lots of love. It's like, thanks, okay, I'll take it. So, you know, just try to come from that place. Yeah, but more importantly, not just what you say, but what you actually feel, because what. Communication is eighty percent nonverbal. It's not. It's not. It's not really what you're saying. But it's like, how can you do that? So how do we do that? Well, there's there's daily practices, meditation, which I know you do every day. There's prayer. There's um, contemplation. There's contemplation. There's reading. Reading positive things. Putting your mind on things that are positive. You know, you have to be very deliberate and conscious about maintaining your spirit of light and love, because. If you, if you don't, you're going to succumb to the powers that be, the entities that are in control right now. Um, so as being a bringer of the dawn, a bearer of light, we have to turn that shift. It's an awesome, an awesome responsibility. So chapter four, it's all about that. They talk about the responsibility of being a light bearer, being awesome. who's going to put out that light and how that once you kind of get into the light vibe and frequency, it's a very strong it's a very strong anchor. It's hard to leave the light once you're in it because right. there's a certain amount of responsibility. There is a certain discipline that you have and you and I, we, we share that. And that's, that's a beautiful thing to also have friendships and, and unity and be a family and find other people who, who want to kind of operate in this frequency because there are packs of people who are, who are brought together by hate, especially now. That's I mean, true. That that's that's what bonds them. That, there's a saying that my fiance says many times that nothing brings people together like hate. And I never I never thought about it, but it's happening more and more and more that people are corralling around hate, division, fear, and it's like we see it and we're like, wait a minute, why why are we why are we want to champion this? You know, it's to send them love because if they had more love in their heart, then they couldn't hate anything. You know, when you have that much love in your heart and you realize you're connected with all beings on the earth, we're all one with everything. How can you hate anyone or anything when you are that thing? You love yeah. them, you send them love. Yeah. Well, this has been uh, the first four chapters of Bringers of the Dawn.
uh, summary, synopsis, whatever you want to call it. Um, we bring you love and light. Uh, we're glad you tuned in. We appreciate you. We, we would ask that you please subscribe, please share, please like, make comments, tell us what you picked up from these chapters as well. Uh, we'll be releasing more videos about this at the future chapters, so stay tuned. Uh, we appreciate you in every way. We're grateful for you tuning in, and we wish you uh, love and light and blessings all the way to the end. And that's infinity, baby. Absolutely. Until next time, peace and love. We'll see you on the next episode of Hollywood Frequency. We'll see you. Thank you.